very consistent. I'm a very stable genius, really. Brexit means Brexit. Why? I'd rather be dead in a ditch. China. What? China. What? China. We looked at the dining table and saw an opportunity to play with whack. Strong and stable. Britain stood alone last night as... Uh, Kipper, you are fake news. Why? Because it's uh, maybe that you don't know what is going on, but people won't be able to tell the difference. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Why? Just why? Welcome back to Why Just Why, folks. You are joining us on our third episode on Donald J. Trump. Yay. Yeah, right, folks. That sounded a bit more enthusiastic than the last couple. We haven't got any ghosts in the room this time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. Just <laughs> mention Donald and then just poltergeists come out of the woodwork. She just haunts us. His face. <laughs> like his awful tangerine face. Oh, God, you have nightmares. If you, if you see that too early before you go to bed, he is bound to just pop up somewhere. Yeah, you see him just <laughs> painted on the back of your eyelids every time you close your eyes. Yeah, every time you blink, you can blink fast enough. I can see him. Like, like a Jesus or something. Just pouncing at you. I can see it. It's Trump. It's China. <laughs> Do you like that little squiggly thing in the light that you get? Like, I don't know if everyone gets it sometimes. Like the little, a little like eye floater things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just oh, yeah. Trump. Just that line of Trump. Just his head just floating around. <laughs> Otherwise, do the Bill Crosby face. I'm gonna build a wall, <laughs> and you're gonna <laughs> so As always, joining me to my left is Ian Reynolds. Yeah, all right, folks. To my right is Dave Tinsley. <laughs> and he sounds so excited to be here. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just so tired. excited. <laughs> and as always, I am Craig Taylor. A quick recap of what we covered last week. We were talking about Donald himself and the business ventures that he's actually been undertaking, which kind of put him on the map. So the main one we spoke about was the Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. We spoke about the problems that he faced in doing it. The fact that it actually was a relatively successful project. There wasn't really mm-hmm. much that went wrong with it. And then we spoke about his kind of divergence into the gambling industry in Atlantic City and we left you where we were just talking about him maybe making a little bit of a risky move by acquiring a third casino in the same area and that casino is Brain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Trump Taj Mahal. Yeah. Oh, so it would be more dramatic. I like brain fart, but the Trump brain fart. <laughs> I have to say, brain farts of all brain farts. <laughs> okay, so the Trump Taj Mahal. We're going to start talking about the actual build itself. So the Taj Mahal wasn't actually, in originally anyway, it wasn't actually Trump's. It was started in 1983 by a company called Resort International, and they already owned a casino hotel within Atlantic City called the Resort's Casino Hotel, funnily enough. Their original budget was around $250 million, and they wanted it to be named the United States Hotel in reference to the, the city's first, like, proper major big, big hotel. Totally. Yeah, awful name, <laughs> obviously. No, brilliant name. Because in America, that would sell like hotcakes. Yeah, like, true. Yeah, yeah. The United yeah. States, oh, casino. Oh, this is, this is fucking oh, awesome, dude. It's going to have like a big fuck off eagle at the front of it, hasn't it? Oh, it's just, it's, everyone's, got, yeah, everyone's got to have a great big eagle at the front of it. It's like, uh, do you need some freedom? I think you need some freedom. <laughs> I've uh, loads of money. Oh, for fuck's Elvis Presley, boom! Have a big fuck off one of them Elvis no, Presleys. No, I was gonna go say you're gonna have like a load of Elvis Presleys on the like the opening like ceremony and going uh-huh. around. And, yeah. Well, when you flush the trains, like because uh-huh. <laughs> you know he died on the boat. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> I'm Owen Phelps, <laughs> the king. So basically, the guy who <laughs> the guy who ran uh, Resort International, he died in '86. So the resort itself, the Taj, wasn't actually complete. It was halfway through. Well, it was it was partially built. I wouldn't like to say it was halfway through. At this point, the business itself became kind of the target of a takeover. And Donald, who saw this hotel, especially in an area where he already owned two casino hotels as bigger 
more spangly and better than his went, Oh my God, I have to have the biggest, the best, and the most expensive things ever. Do you know what? Your, your version of Trump would probably do my head in you. Yeah. <laughs> it's making me like Trump. <laughs> you, you would say that, yeah, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. take your version of Trump then. Fuck the periods. Go on. No. <laughs> oh, Mr. Trump! <laughs> his hair, his wigs just lift up. <laughs> Someone's talking about me. <laughs> so he wanted it because it was the biggest and best and most spangly thing he could find. And he made a bid for a controlling stake in the company that owned the Taj. And he got that for $79 million in 87. So, well, considering the place, yeah. Pretty much about how much um, tax did he pay on that though? Well, They're asking the real questions. Well, mm. did God, he pay any tax? God only on knows. God only knows. Realistically, that seventy-nine million was probably part of the tax rebate that he got on the Hyatt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so New Jersey law prohibited anyone from owning more than three casinos in the same place. So he planned to close the original casino hotel that the place already had, and then use it as like another hotel for the Taj. Right. So it was even supposed to be even bigger at this point the budget ballooned to something ridiculous like 900 million so it was supposed to only be 250 million but you know Trump Trump being Trump everything's got to be bigger everything's got to be better and he was trying to find a way to find an extra 550 million to complete the Taj couldn't find the financing and then the company itself was claiming to be near bankruptcy in 88 so at this point he was trying to sell off the stock and Trump said he'd buy all outstanding stock for about $22 a share someone else come in a television producer called Merv Griffin and he said he was going to spend $35 a share so we outbid him and then a big legal battle started between them they started fighting each other in the courts and eventually what happened was they reached a settlement Merv Griffin purchased the company Trump purchased the Taj from the company for $273 million so now okay, the Taj was his yeah right? uh. wasn't the company's it was his so he had nothing to do with the other one he didn't have to close anything because he owned two casinos the Taj was going to be his third could he kick right. out the company from the building then? well yeah the Taj was his then it was nothing to do with that company so that mm. that then become the Trump Taj Mahal yeah nothing to do with the Resorts International Resorts International wasn't even a thing then this is now where he's got to find the extra $675 million that he now needs to complete the construction of the Taj you'll have to start lifting up the couch see what changes in there <laughs> yeah well Trump being Trump obviously this is when he goes on the charm offensive he's telling everyone that this is as we mentioned in the last one the biggest building ever it's going to be the most expensive building ever it's going to be a billion dollar building who's ever heard of a billion dollar building no one's ever heard of a billion dollar building yeah. the best billion dollar building in the world and he starts basically just spewing all of this stuff to the media he's telling everyone that it's going to be amazing it's going to be the most extravagant thing ever and banks are falling over themselves to give him money yeah. banks are just waiting in line to go oh we want a piece of this we want a piece of this in actual fact <laughs> banks were not <laughs> oh, <laughs> surprise, surprise 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 banks were not standing in line to try and give him money so he had to try and find somewhere else to get it on this as well the actual gaming commission turned around to Trump and was saying about you need to find a legitimate way to finance this hotel or we're not going to give you a gaming license yeah so he can't just go off and get some random high-risk, like, bonds market loan. He's got to find a legitimate, decent, sustainable way of getting this money. He's, he sits down in front of the gaming commission. He's like, look, I've got two, I've got two casinos already. I'm not going to fuck you over. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Trust me, guy. Trust me. <laughs> the, classic, the classic, I've got two casinos. Hey, guy. Relax. Relax, <laughs> And it's just like, oh, it's, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And junk bonds, junk bonds. Who would finance a casino with junk Bonds. I would never finance a casino with junk. I'm I'm horrified that you think I would finance a casino with junk bonds. I'm horrified so. that you found out that I did. <laughs> so. Sorry, am I speaking out loud? Yeah. <laughs> so they turn around. They say, "Okay, fine. We'll give you a license. It's fine. We trust you. You're cool. We like you, guy. We like you, guy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know where the yeah. Where's, where's the like South Park Saddam Hussein come from? <laughs> anyway, he's about on par, isn't it? It is. It is pretty much on par. It's move your head like <laughs> right so at this point he's got kind of the go ahead to finance this casino he knows he's going to get a license it's all good it's all mm. gravy 
And they, they fell for that two casino trick. He's definitely, definitely not going to go and get junk bonds. So what's the first thing he does? He goes and gets a loan for the entire $675 million to purchase and complete the casino, primarily through junk bonds. <laughs> <laughs> At an unprecedented 14% interest rate. 14% on $675 million. Jesus Christ. It's unreal. There was an analyst on one of the documentaries I watched and he was saying that in order to just pay off the loan, not even to be properly in profit, that casino would have to clear. You know, companies generally in profit if they make more money than they spend. If that's the case with a casino, they don't call it a profit, they call it a win because it's all based on betting. Mm. So for a casino to be in profit, they say, oh, we've we've had, I don't know, a, a $2 million win this week. So that company will have made $2 million profit. So he said, in order for that to actually pay off its debts, they would have to be in excess of a $1 million per day win in that casino. Wow. And that is... At that time, totally unheard of. Not just in Atlantic City, but in any casino in the world at that point ever. So was it a proper rig casino then? Well, no, it was was never going to happen. Because even if it was the most most rigged casino in the world, you'd have to get enough people in the doors to lose a million dollars every single day just to to start paying that off. Because the interest, it was crippling amounts of interest. So you could see it it just wasn't going to work. So the building starts going off without a hitch in terms of the public perception. Everyone thought it was looking great. Everyone thought it was going well. The building was going up. The contractors were coming in and everything was looking as though it was going to be the crown jewel of the Trump empire, Mm. really. During this time, the other casinos are actually still doing pretty well. But then other analysts are looking at this and going, this is going to be the third casino in Atlantic City, owned by the same guy that's going to be competing against each other. What's going to happen to the other two? Because you saw what was happening between the plaza and the castle. Yeah. And the castle was constantly fighting with the plaza. Yeah. And the plaza was constantly fighting with the castle and they were taking things off each other. This was going to be a mega casino. I don't get how he thinks he's saying he's going to, he's wanted to try to pay his debts now. He wanted to win a million a week, was it? A million a day. A million a day, even. Mm. Um, (laughs) But if he's got, (laughs) but if if he's got these other two casinos not far from it, how. All, all the people going there as well, he's taking away. Uh, he needs to close them down for that to, to go to the Taj Mahal, doesn't well, he? realistically, yeah. I mean, his own businesses are going to be taking money away from the business that he's trying to pay the debts back off. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't know much about business, but on a very simple term, that's a really bad business idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you don't compete with yourself. How yeah. can you compete with yourself? It's just, it's it's stupid. Trunk can. Oh, yeah, Trunk can. <laughs> and it's going to be the best at it as well. <laughs> it's going to be the best competition, the best casinos, the best place in the world. See, would he, would he oh, because Trump always has to win. But then if he wins against himself, he loses. That, you'd but he'd be the mind. best loser. It, it's like the, the Torrent test for like a robot doing the, like their blow. Yeah. You said that's a Trump. Well, technically, if you win, yeah, you'll also lose. <laughs> <laughs> Trump, Trump does not lose. <laughs> probably sells it. Like, I am a winner. <laughs> he probably sells it like a, a Rocky montage or something. He's like, you got to lose to win. <laughs> <laughs> Don, Donald himself, he's ah, he's got a world-ending confidence in himself, realistically, oh, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's unreal. It's like I don't know what can be matched between him and Putin. I think Putin's more. He's more like silent about it, though, isn't he? He's like stern-faced and quieter. But he smiles about it, doesn't he? It, it, when, when he when knows, you're he's talking, like, when you're talking, you say something bad about him. He's smiling, just going. Oh, oh, I am amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing with Putin, though. <laughs> is that I don't think Donald actually realises that he's a douche, whereas I think Putin knows full well. I think Putin and knows, revels in it. Yeah, <laughs> he just revels in it. I think Putin's more the person who goes, I know all this is bullshit, and I don't care because I'm so powerful. No one can fuck with me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's probably thinking, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's smiling, he's going... Kill you later. <laughs> <laughs> I can smile because you won't be smiling tomorrow. <laughs> it just gives you that look and then it goes, Hope you like Siberia, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean, it's more menacing from Putin, but Donald is just like, he's just a big fucking idiot, isn't he? he is. He's just a bit. I, it's insane that he gets away with what he gets away with because people know he's a dick. Yeah. People know he's a dick. 
he's openly admitting he, he's he doesn't care about that everything's a, a strength in his eyes he's oh, got yeah. no weaknesses he's got no weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> well, well this is another one is that there was a securities analyst who was reporting that the Taj had literally no chance of success when this was getting built before oh, really? it opened yeah all the way through who he was saying <laughs> yeah who, who the fuck can do <laughs> so this securities analyst oh, and it was for Financial Times I think it was and he put in out this story saying that if you look at all of the figures if you look at all the facts no hotel no casino in the entirety of Atlantic City or even the world has ever made this much money mm. and he said when this casino opens I think it's going to have an insanely record breaking time it's going to have a few months where everything's looking gravy everything's looking golden but once it gets to that kind of holiday season and it's gone and everyone's lost a bit of money and there's not going to be that many tourists around he's not going to make anywhere near enough money yeah. that he needs to and he's not going to be able to cover his bills and it's just not going to work yeah because even if he could make that it'll just be within the first let's say the first few months or something where yeah. he gets the, the whole crowd but I guess to the point where he can't keep regulars going no there no like that. it's never going to be like that that favour for it but Donald being Donald what do you think the first thing he did was yes I can <laughs> yes I, I can, can. <laughs> it's like he's read a children's book I know I can I, I think I can <laughs> I can. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, that's Best book. Number one book. <laughs> that's basically what the art of the deal is, if you've never read it. <laughs> Couldn't get past the two word, first two words. <laughs> You're thinking about Donald. Someone said something negative about him in the press, and he's pissed off about it. What's the next thing he does? He sues. He sues, or at least he threatens to sue. The first thing he does is he sends a letter to the paper that's employing this guy. Right. And he says, either you get into prison, a full, complete and unequivocal retraction of what he's just said and publicly <laughs> apologise for everything. Or you sack him right now and they went, okay, we'll sack him right now because we're not getting into a legal fight with you and they just sacked him. What? Yeah, they just sacked the guy. Just straight off the bat, just sacked him. The guy's been like a securities <laughs> analyst for about 30 years. He knows what he's talking about and as history shows, he was fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> but he got sacked over it because Donald, being Donald, cannot have anything bad said to him in the news That's media whatsoever. So, like, it's so weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's kind of good that we're a little fledgling podcast because if we were, we had any kind of clout or anything, we probably already have his solicitors on the phone to us yeah. going, <laughs> cease and desist everything you're saying about Donald. Not <laughs> unless we get Roger Stone first. <laughs> <laughs> we just swap out, just Trump for fat. Use that as a reference. We go. We're not talking about you. We're not talking about you at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Grand Pirate Hotel. <laughs> yeah. Just, just change little words yeah. here. <laughs> just, just don't even like re-record. Just like edit. Just. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking, we're, we're it's not about the Trump Castle. It's the Poop Castle. Yeah. No, it's, it's the it's the Drumpf Castle. The Drumpf. Yeah. Oh yeah. Change everything. Yeah. You'd love that one. Repack <laughs> <laughs> Drumpf. Anyway, all this stuff's going out. The public perception is that this is still going to be an amazing world-class luxury casino hotel. It's going to give mm. you every amenity that you could possibly think of and it's going to look amazing. While this is going on, there are analysts who are saying, nah, it's not. He's not going to be able to afford this. And then on October the 10th, 1989, that's when they had a bit of a tragedy within the, the Trump organisation itself. There was a chopper crash and three of the high-level execs in Donald's casino empire were all involved in that and they all died. There was five people who died in total in the, in the chopper crash, but three of them were the top level execs yeah wasn't one of them the fella from the plaza yes Stephen Hyde the head honcho at the Trump plaza he was one of the ones who died now mm-hmm. that was a massive massive blow for the Trump organisation in general realistically because Stephen Hyde was a good worker he knew his fucking job and he was running the Trump plaza really really well that was one of the main areas of profit that the Trump organization had at the time. So to lose him and to lose him like that was a massive blow. And Wasn't this the first time apparently Trump actually felt something for someone? <laughs> and the Grinch's heart grew through his eyes. Well, to be fair, weirdly, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. because there was reports saying that he actually was genuinely upset at the funeral mm-hmm. it was one of the few times where you see him kind of well have emotion of a human yeah. and not be Trump bot do you reckon that was because basically just lost a good manager <laughs> I, <can't, laughs> like, I kind yeah. of feel like the really cynical I, part of me says yeah 
It probably is. But the part of me that really wants there to be some ounce of humanity inside that man is clawing at the thought that, no, maybe he actually cares, but I'm probably wrong. <laughs> no, because... Because <laughs> I remember reading about um, during the funeral of that fella, he started talking about work. Oh, yeah, he during did. During the week. He did, during the week. He started think... to talk about who he could replace him with and what. Yeah. They could do in the future and strategies and stuff. Yeah. He said they took a hit, but don't worry, they would come back stronger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. as, as the family, you're sitting there, this is like, oh, where? It's like, what think, back, think back to the art of the deal. Now, his famous things were if you screw me, I'm going to screw you 10 times more. So, God has just screwed him. <laughs> he, he's now going to screw God. <laughs> He's going to be a better god. <laughs> Probably just see Steve and I'd screw them. You bastard, you died on me. Yeah. Frick. I'm yeah. going to screw your family because yeah. you're not around. Basically, yeah. I'll screw your wife. Goddamn. This, <laughs> this was the time as well where you really start to see Donald's media side come out. And it was one of the first times where it really has to start becoming about him. Mm. It's when he starts saying that he could have been on that chopper and he, it could have been him oh, yeah. in the helicopter crash when he only ever uses his own chopper. Oh, yeah, it was never going to be him. He's not taking some crappy little charter when he's got his own private yeah. chopper. There was, there was no plans. There was, there was nothing there. As the interviews go on, as people push it more, first he's like, yeah, I would have been on that. I would have been on that. And he does kind of step away from it yeah. a little bit. It's the only time you actually see him actually really step away from something. Usually he's just defiant on it, isn't he? But he kind of goes, well, yeah, there could have been a chance mm. I would on that. Yeah. He, was, he wouldn't walk away from it like, altogether. No, he was like, well, I just, I decided not to at the last yeah, I was I was really up for it, and then I decided not to. But even then, the, the damage was done by that. I mean, the the whole media side of it was people were reporting this horrible helicopter crash and five people died. Mm. But then as soon as Trump got his face in front of the cameras and then he just made it entirely about him and then the whole media spin was Donald Trump has a near-death experience because he almost got on that deadly helicopter and it's like, it's not about you. It was never about you. It's about the poor Five people, people died. Five people died. You absolute gremlin. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I know we've talk, spoke a lot about Trump but it's still just, even knowing this stuff, it's still shocking to hear, isn't it? When you're, just, when you're reading about him or whatever. Oh yeah, it's just... Stuff like this because stuff like this happened what? 80s we're talking about this was the late 80s this so was almost 90s now knowing where he is now you don't think about stuff like this yeah it's just John. it kind of reminds I was talking with the lads in work and it kind of reminds you of something so when he's making it about himself in a public manner like that what I find it is so when something happens so like Kobe Bryant has died recently yeah he's in the crash and you have kind of other famous people putting open like public messages out but to Kobe's family. Oh, yeah. Uh, my thoughts are with you and all stuff like this. Yeah. But yeah. you do it in a public forum so that, look at me, everyone can see that I... I care. care. I care about not like sending the the joke like again. Ice tea and Rick and Morty. I care now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make me care. <laughs> They're making someone else's misfortune about them. That's like free advertising for himself. Everyone does that now. Yeah, it's oh, so dirty. Yeah. Like it's probably the only person maybe to do it at a funeral. But oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he done it first. Yeah, yeah. and that's what matters to him. He and he did it the best. best. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. The best. Yeah. The God, best. I got it wrong. How yeah, the hell yeah. do you? He did it in a public forum. <laughs> I'll beat that. I'll beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I can top that. <laughs> See, it's just crazy, isn't it? it? Really is. This whole time is kind of where the house of cards that's being built and this this empire and this image and this this amazing like golden god as we were talking <laughs> about in the last one. Oh, yeah. That's where that image starts to crack during this time because a lot of stuff happens all around the same period. So we mentioned in the last one that he's gone on a spending spree. He's got all of this stuff. He's he's got his book out. He's got games out. He owns an airline. He owns a football team. He owns however many properties at this point. He's, he owns the, the world-famous Plaza Hotel. He now yeah. owns, well, let's say two and a half casinos in Atlantic City. And he is stretched so thin. It's unreal. But if anyone goes to ask him, he'll still turn around and say, oh yeah, I'm worth 57 gajillion dollars. Got one of his quotes and he said he's worth 800 billion. <laughs> if his net value. Of, oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, of, we, of, we mentioned that one in the last one. 800 billion. 
whoever every single reporter who spoke to him got a different figure and then when they call him on a different figure they go well I don't know how much I'm worth because I'm worth so much <laughs> and it's like oh, you, know, you know what is how much you're worth you know how much you're worth you scumbag you little scumbag you know how much you're worth and it's at this point where a lot of the stuff starts to show so with the Taj itself everything still looks fine everything's still going okay obviously the Trump Plaza's had a bit of a knock because their COO has now died he's got to try and find someone to replace him and three days after this happens there's a crash in the stock market on Wall Street yeah this is referred to as the Black Friday crash or the mini crash um, and it's it was over kind of a leverage buyout between an uh, American airline and this caused uh, a, a bit of a bubble you know a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit, a, little, a little bit of a bubble yeah, yeah, yeah. bit of a trough yeah a bit of a, uh, a trough <laughs> we're just in uh, the valley at the minute it's uh, fine in the stocks, which was not great for him. Obviously, when the stock market crashes, then comes a recession, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a small one, you know, a, a bit of austerity, people have less money to spend. And then, obviously, the panic starts coming where is well, even if it does open now, not many people might have the money to come. Oh, yeah, and spend this is, it. like, the worst time that he could open. Not even not even just a mega casino, just a casino in general. People haven't got the money to gamble away. Yeah. I didn't even know there was, like, a mini recession. Yeah, it was... It's kind of always... There's always little ones. There's always little ones. Every time, like, stocks will just jump down and it might come back up again in, like, a year or six months or... Uh, but it's not as dramatic as maybe, like, we see now as when we're having this austerity when it plummets and it stays down. Just, yeah. Like, it, you, these are kind of basically blips where it'll drop down and you're already seeing it rise up again oh. but it'll just take time to get back to where it was oh I see but you can see mm. at this point as well it's like Donald's kind of shitting himself there was an interview with Jack O'Donnell who was another one of the execs in the, the Trump casinos kind of business yeah and he was one of the high ups he was one of the ones who was kind of around the same management team that obviously died a few days earlier and he was saying that Donald kind of just started phoning up at random intervals and being like how much money have we got in the bank and he'd be like I, I don't know um, three, three million and he's like right okay send me send me a million and a half of it and he'd just be desperate for quick cash just to pump into whatever business oh, that's so going he's, on he's struggling now so he's struggling now and his, his public persona is very very widely different than his private persona because he's stretched himself so thin in how he's just been buying and buying and buying stuff and not thinking about the consequences one of the the other interviews was saying as well as that was where he differed very 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 greatly from his dad is that his dad took risks but he was never reckless yeah. whereas Donald was just like I have all the money in the world and I'm the best in the world so I'm going to buy everything Donald I don't think was just trying to be rich so he wanted he wanted to be a rich celebrity didn't he I think he just wanted to be everything I think that's the thing with Donald yeah. God <laughs> he did yeah, yeah. 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 not that he does still does he still sees I think he, he thinks he'll strive to a point and just become I am a god I am yeah. a god he's probably thinking almost there almost at the stage <laughs> but again all of this stuff was happening at the same time this was all like the, the real end of the, the 80s and the beginning of the 90s at the same time as everything of all of this is still happening there's another guy who's trying to basically recruit Donald Trump even back then during the, the late 80s into a presidential campaign run and try and get him to run against George Bush Sr. He wants him as president and it's this guy called Mike Dunbar and he basically kind of ran his own little draft Trump campaign even so much he called it draft Trump <laughs> and then Trump I kind of agreed to go along with it it's it, like it goes to the point doesn't he goes he turns up he turns up at one of their events yeah. where everyone's expecting this event to be this massive press conference where he goes yeah I'm running for president and then in true Trump style, he basically shafts this guy and just turns around and goes, "Hey, I'm Donald Trump. Aren't I great? Talk Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye." <laughs> but bangs on uh, book sales as well. Yeah. yeah, talks about his book again. Yeah, and I went, oh, "By the way, I'm not going to be present." Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Buy my book. Any my book. opportunity to just get on telly. Isn't <laughs> it's just nuts. It's just nuts. But even then, there was there was people out there who wanted Donald to be president. Even back in the eighties. Even back in the eighties. Even before that even in the very first interview we ever done the interviewer asks him does he want to be president oh, yeah. and he's even still like mm, maybe things like when people talk about that aspect on the OC he had a very presidential vibe to mm. like, like what Can- what a liar a, a liar yeah. I was gonna go <laughs> <laughs> I <stopped> myself <laughs> you mean go shite <laughs> I was gonna go Everyone was a. Uh, there's a lot of comments 
uh, made about him having this presidential quality, which I just really can't see. I uh, <laughs> even as president now, I was, yeah, 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 was going to yeah, say yeah. he's president now, and I still can't see the president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but apparently, a lot of people have seen it oh, like throughout the years because not that wasn't the only time. I have never seen several... a president like him ever. <laughs> What's it? I've never, yeah, you've never seen one like him. So who's seen these qualities? Like, I, I don't get this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Look at him going. Look at the way he holds himself. Look at, yeah. look at this guy. Look, look at him work. Look at him work. Look at the way he demolishes those hamburgers. But then it's also what's got him president now. It's stuff like Twitter and all that, isn't it? It's not like back then. Didn't have all that. So he wasn't out there as much as he is nowadays. No, the rise of populist politics is just. It's been going on for like the past probably 10, 15 years now where populism is the overriding factor of who gets in on it. Yeah. It's, it's literally just let's fuck up whatever anyone thinks is ordinary. Let's let's go completely against that. Yeah. But Boris and Trump literally are the, are the proof 100% oh, of that. 100% of that. I mean, yeah. the fact that we're leaving the EU, that is, that's, a, that's another proof of the pudding. Realistically, no one was going to do that. Are we? What? <laughs> sorry, sorry. God we've damn it, no one's over this shit. <laughs> sorry, we've left. Yeah, we're there out. You yeah, go. We're out. As of, yeah. <laughs> this recording's gone out. We're out. Wait. I mean, but. <laughs> it's been going on for that long. I forgot it's already. It's actually happened. Oh my god. We're on the other side, guys. How's it feel to be free? Do you, feel any, do, you, do you feel any different? I feel older. Stress. Yeah, can't. Yeah, it's given me a couple more grey hairs than I thought of. I'm just. Yeah, I'm like being out is an issue. It's more of just that mad bastard who's uh... one eternity later. But even then, he never had any intention of running. It was just a self promotion thing. But that has been there since the start. And as we carry on, you'll see where he kind of gets these little opportunities yeah. to throw his name into the hat for contention in terms of presidential runs. And I think that's one thing that does help him later on the line is that he keeps on kind of teasing that he's going to go for it and never does until he gets there he's like just am I through no 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 I won't do it yet no 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 not yet and he believes even at that time people are on the edge of the seat like this is so exciting some of them were some of them genuinely were it's crazy it's weird and at this point the first time that he'd done it with the draft Trump campaign this is when Trump was at his height of fame and everyone thought he was so successful he was so brilliant he was a great businessman he was so savvy I wouldn't have been surprised if he won if he actually decided to do it at that he point. He probably would have had an easier chance then, though, to be fair, wouldn't he? I think I think he could have won. And then not only could he have won, people would have been like, oh, yeah, Trump's our president, instead of now where they're like, oh, God, Trump's our president. Yeah. Or, mm. Where everyone's but, like, oh, yeah, Trump's our president. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, so, people, well, people are really like, oh, no, Trump's our president. They're like, Trump! Oh, fucking Trump! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's it no, is. like, there's no, like, it's kind of like with the Brexit thing, they're either, like, 100% one side or the other. There's no middle ground. No one's, like, not asked. I think there's a lot of people who aren't asked, but then the media never look for them. The media always look for the extremes because it makes for better television. Yeah, I, I don't think was, it's sad, though. I don't think... Like, there was a lot of uh, non-voters as well, though, in that one. Like, yeah. Hell of a lot. It's because they didn't spell their own names. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all from, like, Kentucky and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding chicken wing while they're signing the uh, ballot paper. <laughs> After you now make my mark with gravy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This all this was all happening uh, in about eighty nine, uh, and while all this was going on, there was more. There was so we all remember when we were talking about the Grand Hyatt Hotel, uh, and I said there was a little bit more to that story, uh, and there's always a little yeah, bit more to the Trump story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess about eighty nine, and New York City authors turn up. And he start listening, start looking into his uh, financial files, looking into his records, uh, and they start finding that well, they're doing this because you know he's getting getting checked up on, getting looked into, mm. and they start finding that there's lots of files missing. There's lots of uh, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. Oh, uh, I wonder where they've gone. There's lots, there's lots of procedures that aren't being followed. And actually, this is actually, this is a really big thing. Personally, I don't really know about this country, but in America, there's actual federal procedures that you have to follow in a way you keep accounts of your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the order trail's got to be followed. It's, it's the same in this country. If you if you're found to be concealing anything that's happened during that year, you can get 
destroyed. Well, even even the way you file it, like everything, the file it, the way you, the way it's set out, it all falls under uh, the general accepted accounting principles. And this is set up by uh, the federal institution in America, like kind of like the FBI and all that. One of those uh, federal institutions is the the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, and if you if you breach how they operate, mm. you can get in a lot of trouble. So you have to follow these set procedures. Now, when he was audited, they found like yeah, he was missing things. He was also when they looked in deeper. Not only he was in breach of all this, yeah. that he actually owed taxes. He owed about two point nine million in taxes. I mean, even though he had the tax abatements, it only, was only covers, on the tower. On the tower, it covers no, it was on the highest as well. But oh. it's, it was more complicated than we've led you to believe. But we're still not going to go into it because yeah, it's quite it's a lengthy hard. document. Right. He started to pay some tax on certain things, but the amount of tax abatement that he got was enormous. So it's essentially, as as I understand it, it's kind of what they say: uh, land land rental tax right. which is kind of like council tax okay yeah uh, which he'd still have to pay yeah um and for the last three years he'd been kind of fudging his numbers uh a bit or or lost track lost paperwork you just well mis- misplaced yeah <laughs> what happened to the last years of the paperwork don't oh some you know what i put it on the side and accidentally i thought it was the side with the the like the panel that I could lay papers on and it actually turned out to be the shredder and it's such an easy thing to do and then it just I thought I was turning on the coffee machine but I was actually turning on the shredder and then by the time I realised you guys were here and oops (laughs) (laughs) my bad Well, so then there was a whole big um, just coming to about 2.9 million that he owed because he was in business with the highest hotels chain, there was, it started a lot of confrontation there. Because he was saying, oh, it wasn't me, it was them. They've always got nothing to do with us. It wasn't me. It was the one I man. You're the one who's doing it. So I was a little back and forth, and eventually that lead led towards Trump attempting to sue <laughs> the oh, highest. Uh, there's a fucking shocker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As time goes on, a little bit further down the line, he does end up actually being bought out. There's like counter suing going back and back and forth between them and the Hyatt, yeah. and he does get bought out later on in '96 for a nice little figure of 142 million. Tasty. Considering which, how much the place is actually still worth, though, that's not. It, it's nice. But it's nice, but uh, he, he got mm, since he got forced. Oh, he got forced out. Yeah, he got forced out because he was just being ridiculous. Right. It was Donald being Donald yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's how we ended up losing that. But that was that was another six years after that. It was a whole debacle that was going on for quite a while. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well this is this is the problem with this particular part of the story is that so much happened in the space of a couple of years because even at this point, I'm gonna mention now all the stuff that was going on with his his family life and Ivana because we mentioned Donald has now bought the Plaza Hotel so he could ship Ivana off to New York yeah. and he could sit with his nice little side piece Marla Maples and no one would know only it's Donald Trump obviously people are going to find out <laughs> people know and he's not exactly being subtle about it there was times where he was putting on boxing matches he was sponsoring them like Trump Plaza presents this amazing boxing match because it beforehand it only ever been Vegas and like Madison Square Gardens who'd had these big boxing matches so Trump decides I'm going to bring him to Atlantic City and he sponsors something like the big Tyson fight and in the same bloody arena he's got his wife sitting next to him a front row and then on the opposite side of the ring front row because he's got to give us some decent tickets he's got Marla Maples <laughs> so there was employees of the place who knew that they were there and then they could look one way and they'd see Trump sitting with his wife and then they'd look the other way and they'd see Marla Maples yeah. and they could see him just like looking at her <laughs> and as we mentioned in the previous episode he was he was definitely getting off on this yeah yeah but no, it, it comes to a head where one of Ivana's friends let her know that there was rumours about Trump having an affair so Ivana actually spoke to him and he was reassuring he's like no no there's nothing going on there's nothing going on don't worry don't worry don't worry and then in 1989 they went on a skiing holiday to Aspen and in true Trump style he 
shipped out Marla Maples to the exact same place at the exact same time and had her staying in a chalet on the same resort. But humble, see that lad. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like a whole other level. It wasn't just him and Ivana and then his mistress, someone else. It was his whole family. He had the kids there as well. How scummy is that? Yeah. So this came to a head when Marla Maples actually confronted Ivana on the slopes and was screaming at her saying I want your husband your husband wants me he doesn't want you anymore it's, he just wants me why would she do that and just ah oh, I don't know like <laughs> this, this knowing is... how much of a public figure he is I know it? bitches I know. be whack Jack <laughs> that's the answer to that one <laughs> and now for the feminist viewpoint let's go to Ian Reynolds bitches be crazy <laughs> yeah thanks for that Ian nice one yeah <laughs> So, essentially, <laughs> essentially, this all kicked off on the, the slopes in Aspen and things kind of died down for a week or two. Nothing really happened. They were talking to each other and it kind of just got more nasty from there. Originally, Ivana didn't really want to do anything. She was wondering what to do. She spoke to a couple of reporters and then there's a brilliant quote where this reporter speaks to Donald and Donald says, I don't want to sleep with a woman who's had children. Ooh, and harsh, that like. Well, the reporter turns around and goes, but... The your children <laughs> and he's like well have you seen the size of them you know. they destroyed that money <laughs> <laughs> I can't match that <laughs> my son's <laughs> fat hair has destroyed it oh, like a wizard sleeve <laughs> like, the wind blows through it <laughs> 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 but I mean to the mother of your children that, that's a halas that is a halas but yeah. this obviously is going on at again the same time Ivan is a, a key member of his, his organisation they're going through a nasty divorce which ends up coming to a head in 92 the tabloids were reporting that she got a massive settlement but there's never really been any clear figures of what she got from Donald but that must have taken a decent chunk out of his earnings as well yeah. and not only that he lost a really good asset he lost one of his, his better managers in the business mm-hmm. regardless of whether he liked it or not she was a really really good asset to the business yeah all of this is still going on whilst the Taj is being built, his crown jewel, his his amazing hotel that's going to outdo every other hotel in the, the whole of the US and it's going to be the best thing in the world ever. So we move to 1990 now in terms of the Taj and now it's opening day. The Taj has been built. There's been no real calls of troubles at this point. There's been rumours which we'll get to in a bit. But 1990, opening day, the Taj has got this great big gala opening planned. There's going to be celebrities coming. There's going to be loads of people there to to gamble and make it look amazing. The celebrities don't turn up. There's like hundreds of celebrities have been invited. Mm. None of them turn up. (laughs) And then they say, oh, we never really invited anyone in the first place. But there's loads of rumours as to why. So I saw you was... the turn up though, Barry Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the silly fan guy. The silly fan guy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Barry Scott. <laughs> He was there, man. <laughs> he was everywhere. There was loads of rumours about who was going to be there. So they were saying they've invited Michael Jackson, they've invited loads of famous boxers, they've invited the 90s creme de la creme in terms of celebrity. And the rumours was is that all of these people who were invited looked at the invitation and went, I'm not playing with Donald Trump's ego and just never turned up. Yeah. Then you had the actual teeth and problems of the casino itself. So the only thing that was actually taking real money at that point, because everything else was kind of like fake chip-based money, but not full chips yet because it was kind of a soft opening, was the slot machines. Now, the slot machines essentially just all broke down, (laughs) and so did the change machines. So all of this stuff that was supposed to be this amazing never before seen that height of luxury hotel where everything was absolutely perfect was an absolute nightmare in terms of what happened. But Donald being Donald even managed to spin that. So oh, all the reporters yeah. were, get, were saying to him, oh, well, I heard the opening night was a bit of a letdown because none of the slot machines were working. He's like, oh, no, it was amazing. People were gambling that much. They broke the slot machines. <laughs> 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 we it's made so much it. money. It's like, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how any of this works. <laughs> 
But it's at this point as well where the rumours start to become true. So Donald, considering that he's supposed to be worth billions, he's supposed to be a billionaire, the rumours start coming out that he can't pay his bills. The contractors who actually built the Taj, he's on the hook to these contractors for over $70 million. And to cut a long story short, they don't ever really get any of this money back. They get pennies on the pound they just do not get the money back same with um, Trump Tower isn't it? it was so the same with Trump that, Tower that all over again. he has a great big habit of never paying his contractors mm. and I don't know how people still work with him <laughs> it's, it's like people go oh we've got this great contract who's it with Trump don't do it oh yeah no, the, no. the ice rink as well the ice rink yeah well that no, was paid, they? They, they were never supposed bridges, to be paid they were supposed to be paid in publicity, publicity. but they never oh, even got that oh, yeah. 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 Like, he's just burning bridges and he's you know he's, whether the payments is cash or like publicity or whatever it is no one's getting it he's, he's just, he's just shitting on everyone isn't he oh, he's yeah. just shitting on everyone so Taj is open record breaking it's looking amazing everyone's going there to gamble it looks fantastic the problem is it's still not making enough money and now we come to the first time that Donald has actually got to make a proper loan payment back on this place and it looks as though he's going to default on this first loan payment and that'll look awful yeah. in terms of well his image that as well as heavy isn't that that break everything, especially considering it's the first loan payment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then out of nowhere, this random lawyer shows up and he buys three million dollars worth of chips, and then just decides, mm, I don't feel like gambling, and goes away with this three million dollars <laughs> worth of chips. And it's like, oh my god, it's like God Himself sent a lawyer <laughs> to buy loads of chips that I don't ever have to pay back because they just. Disappear. Disappear. <laughs> oh my God, all our problems are solved. And it wasn't my father who paid this lawyer to come in and basically just give me a loan without giving me a loan through the proper channels and paying tax and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So it's essentially that's what happened. So his dad paid this lawyer to give Donald $3 million without going through the proper channels, without paying tax, without declaring it. And because these chips never were gambled, he then doesn't have to pay income tax on them because essentially they haven't been won. They're essentially just in the vault, on hold. Like still in play almost, isn't it? Yeah, it's essentially just free money. He's just been given free money and it's it's a snidey, horrible little way to do it. And eventually, like many, many years later, they do actually get onto him and they do make him pay a pittance of what he should have paid in the first place on what that loan should have been mm. but the way he just brazenly does it and his dad bails him out is just that's you know, Donald all over so if he's taking all this money off banks or whatever and doesn't pay it all back what happens with that money is that just does that just get written off by the banks or something essentially if you, obviously if you can't make payments they will just foreclose on and they'll start to seize assets right oh okay yeah to basically repay what he owes um, like any any time, like a bank's gonna give you a loan, you want to make sure that not at any point you can get that money back, whether it's a mortgage or thing or, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know that you have the assets, even if you don't have the cash, you've got the assets they can just take off you, so that they'll weigh up and say, okay, how much do you want off us? Fifty mil. I'm going. You've got a nice uh, hotel there. You got a thingy there. Okay, oh, I'll, I'll yeah. just take them off you. We'll just take them off you, resell them, we'll get our money back. Didn't think about that, you know. I just thought like, what happens with the money? But yeah. Makes sense. So, next. The more property he owns and the higher value the property is. This is a clever thing about what he's doing stuff in the media and he's overselling how good like the companies are. Mm. It overvalues what the property's actually worth. You know, he's by, famous. Yeah, but by, by him turning around saying this is a multi billion pound property and pushing it in the media. The idea is if he's selling that loads and he goes to a bank and goes, I've got like a multi billion pound casino and all I want to end is like just a measly 200 million like yeah. then you're gonna go okay you because because yeah. if it all goes tits up we can make a fortune by stealing yeah. the entire yeah. thing <laughs> you lie so much on TV it becomes truth in reality yeah oh, I mean, it, 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 well, it kind of affects perception can it and that, that's the concept and that's kind of what he played off to get these loans but when things start going tits up and start going bad for them they also banks also see that as well yeah so when this starts to happen then banks are like, well, they're shit themselves. Yeah. Yeah. We can't get our money. But banks are like, so uh, can, we, can we get our money back, please? Can, can yeah. We, yeah, yeah. What money? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously he can't he can't afford to, to default on these repayments because if he does, then obviously then they can seize his property, and that's yeah. the last thing you want. Yeah. So that's why his Arthur bails him out. Yeah, I see. But okay. then talking about the the economy in in general, when you get to the the level that Trump's at and the level that some other corporations are at, they have you, you must have heard the phrase too big to fail. Yeah. Everyone's heard that phrase and it becomes a point of 
of if this business goes down and the bank has to foreclose, once they foreclose, they close the business, which means it's not going to make any money. And it's not going to make back the money that the bank is owed, which means the bank will lose money. And then if the bank goes down, then anyone who owes money to the bank has to then pay that money. Or if the bank owes money to someone else, they won't pay it. And it starts this big chain reaction where they go, if this goes down, it's going to take everyone with it. It will cause a massive recession. So we can't allow it to happen. And in a small way, that did happen with Trump is that he was too, it, there's too much money in it. There was too much money in it for it to fail. And he got off so lightly yeah. in terms of what happened with it. There was a lot of things that he would pay for and put still put against his assets which he'd already put up as collateral and he'd just get more loans and more loans against them even though they've already accepted that as collateral he's going to go well on some more money just use that and once you've already used that as collateral you shouldn't be able to take it again Yeah. but there was that much money at stake they were like uh, shit okay yeah you can have that against it you can have that against it yeah and not an increased payment rate as well just just added to the bill what not like it's not like a separate charge and okay, now it's a separate loan so we're going to charge you an increased interest rate or anything like that no no just gets topped on just gets put on top uh, and he's you know even when he's defaulting sometimes he's getting away with it do mm. you know what I mean on a and just, he's not just with one bank he's with, he's with several large banks that's crazy that I say you could cause what well, it's happened before with like the housing market oh yeah um, with the housing crash yeah. yeah, that's why we have bailouts. Doing the the bankers fuck up even in this country as well, and like, like the government bails yeah, them out. Yeah, government bails them out. Why? Because you've got to think of the larger picture. Like yeah. the whole economy could crash as a domino effect from yeah. it. Even in a smaller term, if you look at uh, a recent one in the UK, Thomas Cook that failed. Oh, yeah. Now they were asking for a government bailout. They were asking for assistance so that they didn't collapse. And the government at that point, it was. It was when all the election stuff was going on and realistically they couldn't organise a piss when a brewery when that was happening <laughs> so there's no way they were getting that bailout yeah. even if the government wanted to bail them out and the chaos that that caused in terms of there was holidaymakers who were stuck in the hotels abroad because Thomas Cook didn't pay the rest of the bill to the hotels so the hotels then were going well you owe us money and the holidaymakers are like well no we don't because we pay Thomas Cook so why haven't they paid you and yeah. they wouldn't let them leave Yeah, there was places in like Egypt where people were getting locked into their rooms and they weren't allowed to leave until they paid up their bill yeah because as far, as far as you're concerned you've paid for yeah. your holiday and yeah, that's, yeah. that's just some shitty little travel agents can you yeah. imagine I mean that was a couple of hundred mil can you imagine if a company with billions of dollars worth of assets yeah. went under and what chaos that would cause especially even just to the people who work there and that realistically did happen it just took a good number of years yeah. before the the Trump Taj actually finally went under it was like some weird zombie casino that was just <laughs> still going and going and going and going and it was actually around 2016 that it finally closed what? Yeah, it was, it was going for a good number of years. Oh, it's, I didn't know it's closed. Yeah, well, it's now actually, funnily enough, it's reopened, but it's not the Trump Taj Mahal any, anymore. It's a hard rock cafe casino. What? They bought it? They bought it. It's not the one with the giant guitar, is it? Uh, it does Massive. have a giant guitar. I've I seen a picture of that, dude. If that's the one, that looks yeah. sick. It could, well, they, they have a couple. They do have a couple of hard rock hotel and casinos. There's one in Vegas. I know there's one in Mexico. There's one in Atlantic City now, but they do have a few. Yeah. And all of them, I think, have got some version of the enormous guitar outside. So it oh, could right. be one of the ones you're thinking of. But it is there now. That is what is now the Taj is... Oh. The hard rock Atlantic City so and it was sold then, it? <laughs> well the, the, the amount of money it cost as well it was actually sold for 30 cents on the dollar it's a whole that's massive loss a on massive it. massive loss and even that part there's a whole other interesting story to this that if I went into it would take another hour to explain but Trump essentially bankrupted that place twice <laughs> Because he's, he was still on the board and he still had a 10% stake and he used his avid Trumpiness to send them down <laughs> a different route than what the major stakeholder wanted to send them down and it ended up going bankrupt a second time and getting sold for 30 cents on the dollar. <laughs> 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 he's unbelievable, this guy he's is. Just, he? he's, he's a legend. He's, he's a legend amongst men. It's... At this point, us mere mortals can't understand <laughs> the logic that goes on inside the golden god's head. At this point, you can just see like, everything he's just everything he has touched is just, just turned into absolute shit. Yeah. But it's gold painted shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fabulous shit. <laughs> it's really sparkly shit. But it's even stuff like like the contractors that he he stiffed in the making of it. It's ridiculous things like you know we were talking about the the lobby of the tower. 
Yeah. And if it wasn't gold, it was crystal. If it wasn't crystal, it was marble. He owed something along the lines of $2.7 million to a marble supplier for the Trump Taj Mahal. What? Who basically never got paid. They wrote off $2 million worth of the debt and laid off so many workers because they just they knew they were never getting the money. Yeah. So it's a, a mad domino effect on people, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I mentioned before about how at a funeral... He, he actually had the goal to sit there and start making it about himself and kind of took away from that moment. And it's around about this point in kind of 92 where he thinks, you know what, I can go, I can do better. I can go a step further than that and completely shit on their memory. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> it's like that world's most interesting man. I don't always shit on the dead, but when I shit on the dead... <laughs> And at this point, he sits there and he starts openly, not even suggesting, but blaming the financial situation that he's in on Stephen Hyde and the others that died in the crash. Yeah, that's scummy. Yeah, that's that's scummy to uh, the nth degree. Yeah, there was an interview as well with another one of the execs. And he was saying, he had this conversation with Donald and he was like, oh, we need to change the public perception. We'll, we'll just blame it on Stephen. And he's like, man, you can't do that. These, these guys are dead. They can't defend themselves. He's like, yeah, but they're dead. So, so what? YOLO. He created YOLO as well, didn't he? <laughs> It'd be Tolo, wouldn't it? Yes. They only lived once. Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah, proper school, you it's proper. And he's like, these guys, these guys have got up, families. Did he end up doing it then? He actually did it. Oh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, he was no. blaming it on like Stephen Hyde and everything. He just, he just didn't care. He's just, yeah, he's just open about it. Because I don't think I've ever seen it where he's actually saying on, on live TV or whatever, or whatever, I've not seen that. No, it's just, it was like, it was passing comments because realistically everyone was, well, no one really bought yeah. it at that point. They were just like, well, Donald's on his way out at this point. Mm. But he was firing it out against everyone. It was just one in a sea of excuses about why he's he's been so hard done by and, oh, the economy's terrible, so that's why I'm skint. And, oh, well, it's Stephen Hyde's fault because he wasn't running the place right before he died. And it's just... Yeah, it, it was passing, like... It was so passing, but he did it. He just said, all my issues are on them. It was more it was more like that kind of thing that he does where he says, and then and they had something to do with it. And, and then it just keeps doing it and keeps doing it. Yeah. But the fact is, he shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. He shouldn't be saying that. And so, I, I, okay, I have said, I have said here and I said myself is, you know, I hate the fact that everyone always speaks because of the debt because, you know, I'd like someone to say, hey, who's a dick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, apparently when you die, you become a saint. Well, but, yeah. But blaming your whole family. Tell that to Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's like one person in history who hasn't become a saint. <laughs> Tell that to Mussolini. Uh, you know, it's good qualities. <laughs> <laughs> I made some meme pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, okay. Well, I was going to dive in. I'd go like to some like some mafia documentaries and join the uh, CIA, like staying with them. Oh, and they're, they're always, when they get close, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, he goes, he's killed all these people, and he's done all this." But he can make a meme bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you say at the end is the only bit of the year. Not the other sentence, not the other bits. So whenever you say at the end, it's like, yeah, he killed loads of people, but he makes a good pizza. It's like, oh, yeah, he makes a good pizza. Not That's that guy with a really good pizza. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember the good pizza guy, yeah. <laughs> What's the secret ingredient? Fingers. <laughs> I mean, fungi. <laughs> I use real human blood in tomato paste. Tomato paste, lovely. <laughs> at this point, yeah, he's... Can kind I of try and claw something back to turn around and say, oh, no, but it's not my fault. You know, he's, he's still trying to save himself in the media's eye to yeah. kind of... I, I don't know, he's not even actually trying to say the company's still strong, still have faith in us. When you're getting to that point and you're actually blaming it on a dead guy, you know, there's, I, you're not really selling your company at that point. No, no. Just, yeah. 
Like a little kid to go, uh, uh, it's, it's so long to me. go there. Though. It's not my fault. It's their fault over there. It's just the it's the blatant childishness yeah. of it, and you can see that it, it's it's so been did, going on for years. So did he lose this other fellow? That and after the after he's accused that the guy who died of like oh yeah he, he left he left as well. I mean realistically, there's there's not many people who have long standing careers with Donald. Yeah, it's only really ever his family yeah. who seem to have a lot of career longevity with yeah. Donald Trump. Oh, I see. And even in terms of the way he runs his business, he only ever really seems to trust his family as well. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it keeps it all in the family. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the comments let's, about his daughter. Let's, let's not go oh, there, yeah. Ian. Let's, let's not go there right now. Let's, uh, we'll save this, save this for a later date. Uh, like, on, on the back of this as well, it's not, obviously not doing no favours. Mm. It's at this point where there's... Now, it's not that he hasn't got loans with more, even more banks, but four of the banks that he's got loans with, the, the estimated values between about 190 to 210 million between these four banks, and wow. the all turn and say, give us our money back. We don't want nothing to do with this. And this essentially leads to Donald losing the airline that goes under. Mm. Uh, he has to sell off the plaza at a loss. He sells the plaza, yeah. Well, let's not forget as well, this is the airline that he bought, the shuttle airline, where he had 24 carat gold cutlery on board that was how extravagant that was so that's gone and then the plaza this is the hotel that he bought without even negotiating on the price and he overpaid for that he's now selling as a loss it's at this point you realise that I think he's using basically this tactic I think I, I think everyone here who's listening to this has probably used this tactic in Monopoly uh, we've, <laughs> 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 when your life has gotten to the point where you're actually living like the Monopoly guy you're in a good place financially well no, no it's, it's when it's when basically you go first of all don't you you go out and you start buying loads of stuff buying loads of stuff buying loads of stuff and then you look amazing you think I've got all this crap but it's crap and, yeah. and no one's landing on your crap and you're not making any money off your crap, but you're landing on else's crap, and everyone's your money back. And then you're screwed, and you're bankrupt, and you're trying to sell properties. People go, I'm sorry, can I just mortgage it? Can I pay you back next week? <laughs> <laughs> How much money have you got there? Can you give me, Ian? You, you've landed, you've landed on that. You owe me sixty-two pounds. No, but, but I haven't got. Can I see your money, Ian. No, you can't know how much money I've got. No, 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 no. no give me your money. I don't want to give me your money. <laughs> right, and that you've is. You've got two hotels on there. <laughs> <laughs> you could sell them. Yeah. 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 Oh, but all this stuff comes in like literally this episode was just reminding me so much of like playing Monopoly when I was a kid <laughs> like quite literally like his his life at this point is just the downward spiral yeah, at the end yeah, of a game yeah. of Monopoly you could just we don't even have to say anything just go yeah play Monopoly next episode next yeah, week yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump plays Monopoly yeah. and sucks it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going out first as well. Oh, I just bought all, bought all the brown properties. Oh, man. I was thinking, get there first. Got to be the first. No, but Trump would never go out because he'd, he'd beg to be the banker and then when everyone wasn't looking, he'd just be pocketing all the change. Oh, no, that's my dad. Like, that's what my aunt, I always wondered why none of us ever won me half for one every time. And it wasn't until we got a bit older and I caught him cheating once. And I went, ah, I cheated. But I went, and I was like, the, the game was going on. I went, Dad. Do you always cheat? And he's just going, no, no. And he's just laughing and laughing. I went, have you always cheated? And he went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh, oh, you bastard. <laughs> Even as little kids, he's just like, he's like, I can't risk, I can't risk the winner. <laughs> I'll be banker. These I'll little <laughs> shits are going to get the better of me. Do you need to learn, do you need to learn that? I control the money in this house. <laughs> I'm the one who wins. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to go and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Sorry, I'll get my kids back with it. <laughs> See this? It's a cycle. It just goes around and around. Now Ian's going to cheat every time he plays with his kids. It's well, you, just going to keep going. You learn, progress, don't you? You should do. I've learned how he cheated and also, more importantly, how he got caught. Right? <laughs> yeah. I will not make the same mistake. <laughs> so essentially, yeah, we've just summed up with this episode how his life is going to pot. And unfortunately, doesn't quite stay like that. We'd like to end the story would, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to end that story there. It's like, oh, it's it's it sounds like a really kind of you know happy the, ending. The candle, 
the candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long this yeah. kind of story but no he lingers round like the true fart that he is and it's doesn't like that, go away it's like that blow you know, the, the trick candles yeah. oh yeah <laughs> blow it out just need to come back yeah. why won't you come out <laughs> <laughs> extinguish it on it like that <sighs> The candle is like his hair now, gripping on when he's walking through wind. <laughs> I will never go out. <laughs> Seriously though, that hair is like the spectre of hair that was once there. It's like it's like just some sort of well, like, a jag hologram. Yeah. It's like whenever the sun shines behind his head, it's like the outline of a comb over. It's not even like there's a full oh. body there. It's just like there's an outline and a, it's like a so ghost. It's like Casper out. the Friendly Ghost on his head. <laughs> He's constantly got the, guy, the guys out of him, the special effects guys out of Star Wars, just following him. <laughs> just like magic, just painting his hair and every frame. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually bald as a coot. <laughs> is that like some father Ted or sort of the biggest painter that he walk around as toupee? And every time he's turning, he's turning he's oh, the toupee yeah. on top of his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, on a note, actually, in Father Ted, this is a shout out to someone who told me this. After we were ranting and going, where's that from? The Oh, the money's just resting in my account. It's from Father Ted. Oh, is it? It's from Father Ted. <laughs> as soon as he told it to me, I'm like, where is it from? And then he said, he's like, it's Ted himself, where the money was just resting in his counter. I'm like, no! It's when he receives the golden cleric, and he's gone, the money was just oh, resting yeah. in my account. Oh, it was just yeah. resting in my account. So when we were talking about Trump Senior and the, the government money resting in his account, and we were frantically trying to remember where that was from. That's where that's from. Oh, yeah. Father Ted for the win. So shout out to the guy who told me that, you know who you are. <laughs> Unfortunately, folks, that's all we've got time for today. Join us next week. Yeah, so next week we're going to be talking about the media years and Trump's kind of rise to prominence in terms of the image that we've all got of him now really at this point he's he's at a low and people think he's a bit of a failure and we're going to see how he turns that around by just being in loads of films cameos and stuff by just being in literally everything the guy's just everywhere he works as magic like this is where the where we've mentioned in previous episodes where he's got that business savvy Mm. right and even though he's an absolute idiot when it comes to certain things, he's extremely clever. And, well, you, yeah, you're going to see him work. Okay. Right. Yeah, his his face has, does some serious work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. His right. butt cheeks do some serious <laughs> <laughs> So thanks for joining us again. Uh, as always, down in the description, we have our social media links. We have our email. If you would like to get in touch with us, please do so. Share with us your comments. Share with us any ideas for future stories. We are always happy to receive them. And please like, share, and subscribe. If you can pass us on to anyone you know who may like us, it only helps us helps us grow and helps us produce more content of us idiots talking rubbish about (laughs) people in the media really chatting some wham (laughs) so we will see you next time and thank you for joining us thanks folks see you later bye 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 bye